Hello and welcome to another edition of ODEI Live, Hudson Valley's Office of Diversity and Equity Inclusions podcast. I'm Tanya Hannibal-Williams, the Community Outreach Specialist. I'm also here with Ainsley Thomas, the Chief Diversity Officer, and Zoe Obrey, Technical Assistant and SARMP Director. Tonight is my distinct pleasure to bring you two co-founders from the Upstate New York Black Chamber of Commerce. Let me tell you a little bit about them. Anthony Gaddy is a co-founder and president, CDEO, of Upstate New York Black Chamber of Commerce, a U.S. Black Chamber that is one of over 145 Black Chambers throughout the United States, as well as one in Canada. Anthony is a graduate of the Albany Academies and attended the University of Chicago, where he majored in economics of Southern California. Upon returning home and working at a prominent investment firm, he realized the life of a stockbroker or investment banker was not his passion and decided to forego taking the seven series exam to jump into the life of an entrepreneur. Since then, Anthony has ventured into industries including apparel, the music business, and publishing a magazine. Currently, he is in the process of launching a media and public relations agency, as well as a TV film production company. Mr. Gaddy is also very active in the community, having served as vice president of the Schenectady County Public Libraries, the NAACP, and the Empire State Black Arts and Cultural Festival, and several other organizations. He currently serves as vice president of Fourth Family, an Albany-based nonprofit that focuses on teaching STEM through sports. In his spare time, Anthony enjoys spending time with family and friends that are like family, reading, traveling, movies, listening to music, and playing guitar inspired by all things Edward Van Halen. Jalissa DeLeon was born and raised in the Bronx, New York. Jalissa was raised in a Puerto Rican household filled with music, art, food, and rich traditions, where she learned the value of family, heritage, and how to pay it forward. In 1991, Ms. De Leon attended SUNY at Albany, where she majored in business management. In 1993, she became the co-president of the Empire State Black Arts and Cultural Festival and would continue to become the president of the organization the following year. After leaving Albany in 1998, she returned to New York City to pursue a career in management and administrative support, working for companies such as Starbucks, Health First, and the Pratt Institute. And in August 2001, Jalissa became the proud mom to an amazing and gifted daughter who today attends the number one fashion school in the world, FIT. In 2010, Jalissa established Jules Entertainment, an event planning and management company that creates memorable events for her clients. And in 2018, Ms. Leon became co-founder, chief marketing officer of the Upstate New York Black Chamber of Commerce. It's my pleasure to introduce Tody Gaddy and Julissa Leon. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So let's get right into it. The question people probably really want to know, the answer to is, what was your motivation to start the Upstate New York Black Chamber of Commerce? And tell us a little bit about its mission and staff. Tony, you want to start? Sure. Um, you know, the idea for the Upstate New York Black Chamber came from engaging with entrepreneurs such as myself and others who 
needed a different level of engagement, uh, services uh, that were unique to their experience. Uh, as an entrepreneur, the unique challenges we face in terms of access to capital, access to the best information, uh, talent and opportunities, all combined with you know, our unique voice based on the challenges that we go through as we you know, transition from the idea of being an entrepreneur to what it actually means to start a business, let alone to stay in business. So that was the, uh, the spark that uh, you know, lit the flame for the idea. And um, then it was just a matter of finding the best uh, venue for us to do this. We were fortunate to be aware of U.S. Black Chambers, our national organization based in Washington, D.C., and we reached out to them, um, you know, pitched our idea about what we wanted to do, what our vision was in terms of not just being a city-based chamber, but an organization that um, had a, a, far, a, a larger reach because we knew that if we were experiencing those challenges here, that it was uh, very possible and turned out to be true that the same challenges were being faced by other businesses throughout New York State. Well, thank you. Jalissa, could you share a little bit about member uh, demographics and maybe some of the exciting events that the Chamber has held? Uh, well, currently our member demographic ranges anywhere from a small catering business to one of the biggest um, media networks. Um, and they range from the types of business and industries that we felt that the minority um, small business owners weren't represented in. So one of the, you know, one of the other reasons we created the chamber was to be able to recognize those small businesses, as well as give them the opportunity to expand their economic footprint within the larger organizations. And you know, some events that we have done with you know, some of our partners, such as Bank of America, was a financial education series where it allowed our small businesses to you know, look at their finances and see how to budget and use uh, in, you know, all the various tools that Bank of America was able to provide for them. And also being able to expand their customer base. Um, one of the things that, you know, we realized was that, you know, we needed them to expand beyond their four walls. And for us being a part of the U.S. Black Chamber, it allowed us to give them the opportunity to do so with partnering with our other co-chamber members from the U.S. Black Chamber. Uh, if I may add, you know, Jalissa and all her humility and modesty uh, being very uh, brief in the, the level of events and engagement that she does uh, run point for us for. We've done things with uh, along the lines of workforce development with one of our members, a lot of workforce solutions. Uh, we, you know, during the course of our year one anniversary, we decided to broaden it out and do a weekend of events, including an event called the Taste of Africa with uh, New York State Senator James Sanders. Uh, that was another event. So, you know, we like to have a lot of fun with what we do, even though the work we do is uh, you know, very um, entrenched in the needs of our organization. But we never forget the cultural aspects of it, um, not just as a black chamber, but as a chamber that is diverse. Uh, Alyssa, as you mentioned, 100% proud Puerto Rican. So that 
give our organization. Um, we don't have to just talk to talk about diversity. We represent it every day. We try to do that with our events so that we're not doing the same event over and over, but it's still engaging and being involved with the same people, which fosters a relationship. So I'm not going to let her be so brief. <laughs> yeah. I, will, uh, I will honk her horn uh, even when she won't. <laughs> tell you one thing the, the events that you've had that you've held that i've attended they've been well attended um a lot of prominent people have attended your events elected officials senators um you know uh, assembly members downstate people upstate people uh you get you get a lot of support across the state as well so keep it up thank you thank you thank you so one of the things that our office focuses on, uh, especially with the recent George Floyd incidents, are like structural inequities within the system. And we tend to focus on, um, you know, namely, housing, education, criminal justice, health care, and access to, uh, economic access. How can becoming a chamber member help the community? I, I, that question is for Julissa. So in that regard well one of you know our mission is to be that advocate for our current and our future members and one of the one of the ways we do that is by acquiring the resources and the opportunities that will allow their businesses to grow as well as it also gives us the opportunity to go and partner with our national organization and foster and develop their black world 2020 initiative so currently, you know, what we are doing is we're expanding that initiative as well as developing it um, with our region. And with the fact that, you know, the three pillars are home ownership, uh, black banking, as well as black business and building black businesses, we feel that with where we are positioned here in Albany, as well as where we are positioned with our members, we're able to grow that initiative in regards to, especially when it comes to diversity and inclusion, because a lot of times they're, depending on how they were brought up, so to speak, it's depends on the access that they have to the education of being an entrepreneur. And one of the things that, you know, we pride ourselves in is paying it forward. And the best way we can pay it forward is by every piece of information and resource we receive as entrepreneurs ourselves, as well as business owners, we, it is our duty to pay it forward to those who are coming up because without them, our, our cycle will end. Mm -hmm. So we want to continue that, you know, generational wealth and show them how to develop it and how to create it within their own families. Mm -hmm. Great, great. Uh, like I said, I've, the, the events that I've attended have been well attended, uh, a lot of support. Um, a lot of people walk away with uh, feeling that they were informed. Um, so it's definitely something that's needed. Um, it's definitely something that's empowering, especially for folks of color in, the, um, in upstate New York. They're not used to seeing it as uh, prominent as uh, as if people as people who are living in New York City, they're used to seeing people that look like them doing professional, great things. Up here, it's not as um, condensed; it's more dispersed. So when we get together and come together at your events, you know, we're networking with each other to really take advantage of the resources that are available through your organization. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So Tony, what I'd like to ask you about is about raising that profile of uh, diverse leadership. Recently, you were named an honoree 
of Albany Business Review's Leaders in Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, where you received an award. What does it mean to you to be a leader in diversity, equity, and inclusion? And can you tell us what led up to the award? Um, probably just me out here running my mouth so much about it. Uh, <laughs> You're an advocate. <laughs> right. Advocacy, right? If you look it up, that's, that's advocacy. Uh, but, you know, to your point, um, I'm, I was very humbled and honored by the award because I think it does speak to the level of commitment and intent that our organization was founded and it has been committed to from day one. We're fortunate that you know we've had a level of partnership and uh, support that you know predates everything we're going through now. That's one of the things I'm most proud of, and that because we had laid the foundation about this you know aspect of business engagement. Um, it's also kind of made us a resource for um, partners and, and alliances from outside of our community who are looking for a touch point to identify um, you know, the talent and the resources that they need to engage with. So, you know, over time, I'm hoping that um, as I, you know, fall back a little bit simultaneously, and it's already happening in a lot of ways if you look at the business review, You'll see how you see how their publication has uh, really uh, been all in, and that's a credit to, to Cindy Applebaum and, and her team, Melissa, uh, even their new sales uh, uh, leader, Walter Thorne. It's really about um, focusing on the relationships, which I think is our, our first and foremost pillar uh, as an organization. I know we always like to end with the resource uh, of capital in mind, but that has to start with uh, engaging the relationship aspect of it. So, you know, a lot of times the people we do business with aren't always members. And because that's just a transaction, we really get right down to it. Um, it's uh, four different levels, you know, 150, 250, 350, 500. But if you don't stay engaged with the chamber, it, it can't become a relationship. So we, we put that first and foremost. And I think that has uh, been what uh, allowed us to grow and, and reach the level of uh, where you get to see me pretending like I'm enjoying being take, being photographed, which I do not. <laughs> well, it's your dad's smile, Tony. And I think that, you know, people can um, really appreciate the services and education that you give to the community regardless of what your race is, anyone can take one of your seminars or, or workshops. Ooh. And what I'd like to do is uh, ask you, listen, and Tony, if you'd like to add, to talk sure. a little bit about the uh, building blocks of business uh, that is one of your signature programs. Well, that program came about um, through our National Chamber, U.S. Black Chamber. We had um, been asked to submit a proposal for a program that will allow our members to build their business. So the purpose of the program is to allow us as a chamber to learn more about our members' businesses, as well as be able to be the source of information to provide them, you know, the guidance that they need in regard, in any regards of their business. So one of the the program mainly consists of is creating a SWOT analysis for them. A lot of businesses 
especially small businesses, don't see their businesses outside of their four walls. So this allows us to show them where their strength, their weaknesses, their opportunities, and their threats are within their industry. And then allow us to teach them how to do a 30, 60, 90 day action plan within their business and be able to show them from that from those action plans on how to create their strategic plan for their business. So the program is tailored for each level because each, each member is at a different level of their, of their business, but every level of each business needs a SWOT analysis to grow no matter, no matter in which direction they need to grow in. So this was one of the programs that, you know, we felt that our members needed and it, we did our first test market um, was in early, I think it was 2019 before all of this happened. And the feedback came out very positive at the fact where the members that did go through this program, they were able to increase their, their business branding as well as were able to expand their business within their four walls. Great, thank you. Tony, do you want to add anything? Um, I think that's I think this pretty much sums up what the what the idea was and what the outcomes were. I, I look forward to when we can start to remove some of the social distancing so we can get back to doing the things that allow us to, you know, physically engage uh, with our members in a more personal way. I mean, I, you know, we, we do the Zoom because we have to, but uh, there's nothing like sitting down across from you know each other and our members and engaging and kind of having that experience of getting to know each other on a personal level while you focus on this. So you know that is literally you know building boxes as it, you know, as the words say. You're trying to build our businesses in a way that they understand that you know their journey and their success is you know tied to us. You know we're only as successful as our members. Um, no matter if we have 100 or 101 or, you know, whatever. The number is only relative to the quantity and the quality of engagement and services we provide so that the, the, the description as a small business, they scale up and they grow and then kind of can have the luxury of dropping that small from it as they build up. So giving them a solid foundation from day one um, is very important. I know, you know my experience in joining the chamber I kind of wish that uh, somebody reached out and scheduled an appointment to say, you know, how you doing, kid? <laughs> yeah, to have that inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you don't know how to help, if you don't ask how you can help someone, you're going to think you have a one-size cookie-cutter-fits-all approach. And every business is different. Every sector, I can't talk to a bank member about what I talk to about an event planner member. It's just two different conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, know, you know, it's funny because, oh, go ahead, Joyce. Just one thing. I also want to, you know, thank you, Tanya, because you were a big part of creating this program with the chamber. Absolutely. So I do not, uh, you know, go without saying, you know, a big thank you to you because you were a part of that test group and you, and you saw firsthand what a difference it made from the when they walked into the room and when they left the room. So I definitely want to thank you for being a part of that. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate the work that we're doing and I really love the idea of coming together as a community. That's what gets me going. Ainsley? Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's funny because well, I've gone to a few events that um, 
uh, partners uh, within the uh, chamber have held, and I've seen Tony there as they do their grand opening, you know, uh, uh, things like that. So it's like, it's almost like a communal affair. I've met investors that were there, um, supporters of the businesses, uh, other businesses that are there supporting chamber members. So mm -hmm. it's really a community's affair, you know, it's, it's an all-ends approach to really support one another. So that's, that's really commendable to me. Thank so, you. you know, so that's, that's good. But you know, uh, I have it was important yeah. that we understand that. We so weren't, to finish we out form, uh, this evening. Oh, I'm sorry, we didn't form this chamber to be separate from, we formed it to be a stronger part of. Go ahead, Tony. I was just going to say to to finish out the evening, if you wanted to share an inspirational quote, well, that was definitely an inspirational quote, Tony, unless you've got another one. I didn't have the questions beforehand either. That, that, was a good, that was a good quote. Jalissa, do you have any parting words? And perhaps you could tell us how people want to learn more about the chamber and how to become a member, what, how they can get a hold of the chamber? Uh, sure. Um, well, the one thing that, you know, that I always, you know, the quote that stands out to me was, um, I had read that, you know, nothing is impossible because the word itself says I'm possible. So that speaks to the fact that, you know, as long as you have the mindset and the willpower to do anything you want as an entrepreneur, anything is possible. You know, and, and we as an organization are here to help those entrepreneurs create that possibility and expand that possibility. Um, so the best way for anyone to get more information on us as an organization is to go to our website, which is www.usnybcc.org. And the email that you can reach us at is info at usnybcc.com. I'm, I'm sorry, .org. <laughs> well, thank you very much to both Tony and Jalissa for joining us. And we look forward to seeing more of your events coming up in the community. And until next time, make inclusion a daily habit. Thank you so much. Thank you.